Hey yo, it's brain, motherfucker. It's a truth and effect. I smoke blunts to the head till I'm snoozing in bed. Wake up, eat breakfast, and do it again. Built four tough, watch me as I move through the wind. They ain't getting paper, tell me what you doing with them, Dan. I've been him, diamonds on the wrist, compliment the grin. Obvious they pretend wearing them little gems. We smoke buds with little stems. Listen, you and your little men softer than oatmeal. Sweet talk a bit of quick shit gets so real. I'm all day in a bag, aiming for the sky with a fully loaded mag. Gold coated for the flash, notice the pizzazz. I focus on the cash, it's a blast from the future. Leave you jokes in the past. It's brain live from NJ, here to cramp up styles until they rubbing bangay. So what your men say? Nothing. Before I backflip, I twist haze. Smoke the whole place out like a grenade. I'm the general of change. They leaning on the kid like a cane. Cause I'm understanding to the pain. Because I made a lane, I'm just speaking my piece. I need a house, sucker spending all they G's on fleece. I'm more champion, they broke wearing Givon tree. I be on three, the one you can't see on beats, it's me. They hate me cause they love me, bunch of Helga Pataki. You ain't New York to me unless you call hell from Pataki. <laughs> Old soul cause I walk the walk a lot. You only known the city since it was a coffee spot. Nicks in the playoffs, you need me, I'm unavailable. The business scalable, they keep saying what so-and-so did. But yo, my shit is incomparable. I'm in rare air like the pair that I got on the neck of the game that I don't dare to move. I'm well off, off, well-written parables of practice by Young Magic out of Hell's Kitchen. My interactions with these music cats all awkward. They make moves behind your back off and Jamal Crawford. Half the time, it's like we care about who all talking more than who all playing. That's word to Shaq, EJ, Kenny, and Charles Barkley. We so busy talking about culture that we never make culture. The rappers gangster come and go, that shit is peekaboo. Grew up around dudes, moved on principles, they Pokemon. So what I look like taking a Pikachu. I stay out the way and keep doing what I dream to do. Yeah. Most of their favorite legends, I'm the sequel to. Of their current faves, there's a decent few, but we talking elite and who? But I did my best. I'm done trying to preach it, dudes. I'm frank if he never wore the chinchilla, I don't leave a clue. Shit. And that was home court, wherever I step. You can't lift the weight I carry, cause you ain't did the rep. So these days, when I don't get the respect, it say more about who's giving than the dude who accepts. Crap. All the content you hear on this episode is Fair Use Creative Commons Non-Commercial Use License. Welcome back to episode 194 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. So, sitting back today, I just, you know, I was working on some stuff in the garage and trying to be productive and, you know, get a lot of my plans executed on and, you know, completed. But I said to myself, I got a little idea, and I said, let me put up a podcast. And, uh, yeah, so I'm jumping on the microphone over here and see if I can uh, get this uploaded. And uh, it came to me, I said, uh, it's funny, but, you know, I, I put a lot of good content out, and it, it helps people, and it helps me therapeutically, so it's kind of like symbiotic, symbiosis. But uh, I talk about a lot of heavy, meaty subjects, you know, a lot of philosophies and uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you just got to cut loose a little bit and relax and, you know, just put some content out that is kind of just where you're at at that moment in time, where your head is and 
you know, not necessarily on a positive tip or negative or fear or anything over the top. Just, you know, where I'm at right now, which is really a good space. Uh, as I mentioned in a prior podcast, I've been here in Greenville area, uh, South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, which is an hour and a half out of Charlotte and an hour and a half out of Atlanta, Georgia, like I'm right in between. So it's a really nice location. And uh, I've been dropping my usual, you know, one podcast a month, but I said, let me just put something out that's not really heavy and, uh, you know, very intense or whatever it is, just something free-flowing, freestyle. And so I said, let me just put this this episode out. And uh, to add on top of that, what I've been seeing lately is there's so much negativity that they're tossing at us that really the only way the cure, is, as they say, is to just get centered within yourself and then pursue what you need to do because, as, as, as I always say, they want to have you in a state of fear and depression and just to have you off your own game so you can be you know, manipulated and tossed into their matrix system. So that's something that we definitely do not want. And then the other thing is, you know, if you, the, the key to everything is really just staying busy. Like, uh, I needed shelving and, uh, you know, we have, we've been in the house less than a year and there's barely any room, you know, in the, in the garage because we have boxes and stuff. So I ended up putting 16, 16 foot of shelving and the ceiling is 10 foot high. So got a lot of shelving put up and I did a nice job on it and I'm getting, trying to get it filled up. But I feel the gratification when I'm, as I'm working on it, even I feel the gratification that I'm doing a good job and making sure everything is level. So yeah, it's pretty much completed and I'm starting to stock it up and it's, it's a lot of fun, man. It's really, and it's not like uh, something that you buy in the store, but it's it's something that you did with your hands and something that you could tangibly see and use in your life. So it's very important, you know. That's why I always try to keep uh, my episodes on a positive thing. I'll sp- speak on some negative things that are happening, but ultimately you know, it's about not the external, but the internal, as it were, you know. So it's really great to be back podcasting. I want to give a shout out to all of my listeners. I want to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast and for your emails and such. So as I always say, I have my uh, my PDF, my free book, which is the Academy of Liberation Handbook 1 and 2. That took a second to come up. Academy of Liberation Handbook 1 and 2, which is a PDF. Email me and I will re- click reply with the PDF book and the mp3 audiobook of the same same book but an mp3 format it's free you don't go on any mailing lists i'm not trying to sell anything i don't copy anything it's just easier for me if i do pdf because i don't want to put it out there and then people you know i don't know who has downloaded it or how many people i have no control over it so it's better if you email me this way i can see who's requesting it and you could use the, the content and then do whatever you want with it i mean it's as I call it, a fast track to knowledge because it hits on a lot of points that accelerate your um, knowledge base and ability to comprehend this reality that we're living in right now. So it's the Academy of Liberation Handbook 1 and 2. Email me and I'll re- respond or reply back to you. And my email is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. Alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. Instagram is just alphamalebuddhist. So you can reach out and I'm available. So... Yeah, you know, it's, it gets heavy sometimes. You sit here, you podcast, you you know, you start going into some really deep subjects, you know, and uh, it's it's craziness. But you gotta 
find a way to bring everything back to homeostasis and kind of a base level where, you know, you have your day-to-day things that you do, let's say, whether it be podcasting or building a shelf or digging a hole and, you know, transplanting a, a plant from one spot in the yard that's too sunny to a part that's shady that the plant can survive and thrive, whether it's to go shopping, whatever activities and responsibilities that you have to deal with is great, but you have to put everything in perspective in that... Um, you have to stay positive, you have to stay busy, and don't look at, when you're doing hard work, don't look at it all as hard work. Look at it as your responsibility, your duty of what you're supposed to be doing. Because the biggest thing I've noticed, and I've noticed this for years, man, since I was a young man, like 14 years old, 12 years old, there's people when they do something, it, they act like, and they're doing their job, they act like they're doing you a favor. And if that's the mentality that you have, you're always going to work for somebody, you're never going to really be fulfilled and, and you're going to be in a state of suffering because you're not you're not doing anybody a favor it's our responsibility coming into this earth to work hard and to do things and to be productive and that's where the true fulfillment comes from you know so just thought i'd put that out there and the fact that um as i said in this episode i don't want to get too serious on any one specific subject or you know kind of lecture or kind of be repetitive of you know saying the same things of hey you got to get yourself together and you know, go through the pain and all that. We all know that. So, again, this is just something that is for you to kind of reflect on the yin and yang or the flip side of the hard work and earning things. To flip The flip side of that is the enjoyment also, listening to good music, enjoying yourself, and just putting life in everything that life holds to put it in perspective and to prioritize things of what's really important and what isn't, you know. And, of course, we got to pay bills, but that doesn't mean that we're going to be a slave to our bills, you know, we need to enjoy life and see what things actually give us real fulfillment in life, you know. So that's basically where this episode is coming from. Um, yeah, so we're going to hop into this episode and I uh, hope you guys do enjoy it. Uh, praise Jesus' name. So it's really, really important to sit back and analyze where you're getting your information from, how you are validating the information that you're inputting into your thought processes and how to process that information to come up with the best solutions or evaluations of a given problem that's presented in front of you with the analogy of the lock cylinder with the image of the key already resident within the cylinder meaning that the problem itself has the image of the solution already in it. Uh, you'd have to listen to prior uh, podcast episodes where I get into the lock cylinder and the void of infinite potential, where if you look at a lock cylinder, you will see the image of the key, which is the solution to that lock. So that is one way of perceiving the world. And seeing, because you can have all type of processes and... Uh, as you call, um, what's the word, what's the word, methodologies, as it were, you have different methodologies of processing the information outside of you so that you can better interact with the world and what it's presenting to you. So it's very important because many people do not even go through that process of understanding or learning that they can interact with this reality. A lot of people are a slave to this matrix system and this reality that's being presented to us. 
And the reason I say that is because you look at the fruit of the tree. In other words, what it bears and what a person bears in their life, right? Somebody, a guy could come up to you and tell you that, you know, he's hardworking and he's positive and he's listening to the right music and reading the right books and managing his life and taking care of his family. And you notice that he's spending $400 on a pair of Air Jordan FYZs or whatever, you know, and dude ain't doing shit in his life. You know, he's a burden to his family and all that kind of stuff. So don't don't tell me who you are. Show me, you know, through the results and the actions of what you do and how you conduct yourself in this life. Right, so it's ver. There's the only real way to know if you're moving in the right direction or conducting yourself in a way uh, that is what's the word again? Where you deserve um, everything that you get in your life, or you know, are able to achieve it. Because the two are not always the same. Just because you deserve something doesn't mean you're going to get it. But you have to put yourself in a position where you can where you can get it. And the r real only way to do that, of course, it's the internal and, and, and looking at the things that you're capable of doing, the things that you have control over, yes. But at the same time, it's looking at the external, at your environment and how you integrate with that and process that information, right? Very, very important. Can never take it for granted. That's why certain... Uh, times in life for me like there's certain types of music as a matter of fact some of the mu music that i really get into when i'm in deep thought or whatever i'll listen to a song repeatedly five times you know just because it's feeding me or it's the right moment to hear the mathematics of that song so some of those songs like from weather report 125th street congress and uh as a matter of fact now that i'm on the subject on the intro i have there's a channel that's called chinatown sound and uh, I got a couple of... Uh, I put up something from Fuego Base uh, on one of my last episodes, which is pretty cool. So on this one, the first uh, rapper from Chinatown Sound, his name is Brain Orchestra. B-R-A-I-N-O-R-C-H-E-S-T-R-A. Brain Orchestra. I like to give these cats credit, man, because the, the boy's spitting some, some, hard some hard bars over there. That br uh, Brain Orchestra. Boy's nice. And then the second one is Marlon Kraft. He calls himself Kraft. That's also off Chinatown Sound. So go check them out. And uh, yeah, it's something, uh, it's kind of the stuff I like to listen to because it's like real real poetry, man. As opposed to eating this pre-digested pablum that they're feeding us, these pissed on breadcrumbs where, you know, you're listening to like murder and assault and ops and all what, materialistic things, whatever it is syncopated crap they're putting out for us to consume this pablum which doesn't feed the soul at all it's just some ego-driven slop i don't want to sound like a boomer but you know of course there's some good music that's coming out right now but i like to honestly like lately i've been listening to um even some old r&b like i opened up with the staple singers i'll take you there and that that is tight man the bass on that and just the rhythm on that that's from the mid-60s that song vocals on it, everything on that pops so you know it's it, music is important because it enables you to kind of syncopate in your brain rhythm rhythmically through the principle of rhythm you know the, the integration process and how those things work when you're in deep thought 
it uh, enables you to kind of go into a deeper phase of your brain waves, theta, whatever they call. I know this. I don't know the exact names of them, but there's different brain waves that you reach, and the right music definitely puts you in that state. The right positive music and the right negative music will put you in that mind state too, but in a very dark way. You know, we can see that resulting in our urban centers right now in St. Louis and uh, you know Chicago, New York, and Miami, and you know all of that, L.A. and everything like that, all the violence and the murder that's going on right now, man. So something that we need to be aware of as far as, you know, the music that we're digesting, consuming, listening to, and the effect that it has on us and the way we process the information that we're, we're picking up in life and how we're responding to that. So important, man. Very important that you, you have an awareness of why you do the things that you do and why you react the way you do and to make sure you're not reacting out of emotion or anger or fear for that matter that you sit back in a very calculated way. Uh, that's why I love the movie The Godfather so much because the way Marlon Brando and Al Pacino play their roles in that and actually everybody uh, in that movie. That's why I have some um, back episodes. If you search, you Google Alpha Male Buddhist Godfather, you'll see certain episodes. I know recently I did one, 48 Laws of Power, as expressed through The Godfather, but the stoic nature of the men in that movie, how they're able to deal with what they have put in front of them, you know, and it's, they're not emotional, they're not flying off the handle, they're not operating out of fear, they're operating out of some high level, you know, third eye observations of life and, and how to conduct themselves and how to respond and how to process everything. So, yeah, man, something that, uh, something that you always want to be conscious of. validating the information that you're inputting into your thought processes and how to process that information to come up with the best solutions or evaluations of a given problem that's presented in front of you with the analogy of the lock cylinder with the image of the key already resident within the cylinder meaning that the problem itself has the image of the solution already in it. 
Yeah, you'd have to listen to prior uh, podcast episodes where I get into the lock cylinder and the void of infinite potential. Where if you look at a lock cylinder, you will see the image of the key, which is the solution to that lock. So that is one way of perceiving the world and seeing because you can have all type of processes and uh, as you call um, what's the word what's the word methodologies as it were you have different methodologies of processing the information outside of you so that you can better interact with the world and what it's presenting to you so it's very important because many people do not even go through that process of understanding or learning that they can interact with this reality. A lot of people are a slave to this matrix system and this reality that's being presented to us. And the reason I say that is because you look at the fruit of the tree, in other words, what it bears and what a person bears in their life, right? Somebody, a guy can come up to you and tell you that, you know, he's hardworking and he's positive and he's listening to the right music and reading the right books and managing his life and taking care of his family. And you notice that he's spending $400 on a pair of Air Jordan FYZs or whatever, you know, and dude ain't doing shit in his life, you know, he's a burden to his family and all that kind of stuff. So don't, don't tell me who you are, show me, you know, who results of the actions of what you do and how you conduct yourself in this life, right? So, it's ver- there's the only real way to know if you're moving in the right direction or conducting yourself in a way uh, that is, what's the word again, where you deserve um, everything that you get in your life or, you know, are able to achieve everything, because the two are not always the same, just because you deserve something doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you have to put yourself in a position where you can, where you can get it, and the real only way to do that, of course, is the internal and, and, and looking at the things that you're capable of doing, the things that you have control over, yes, but at the same time, it's looking at the external, at your environment, and how you integrate with that and process that information, right, very, very important, never take it for granted. That's why certain uh, times in life, for me, like there's certain types of music. As a matter of fact, some of the new music that I really get into when I'm in deep thought or whatever, I listen to a song repeatedly five times, you know, just because it's feeding me or it's the right moment to hear the mathematics of that song. So some of those songs, like from Weather Report, 125th Street Congress, and uh, as a matter of fact, now that I'm on the subject and on the intro, I have there's a channel that's called Chinatown Sound. And uh, I got a couple of, uh, I put up something from Fuego Bass uh, on one of my last episodes, which is pretty cool. So on this one, the first uh, rapper from Chinatown Sound, his name is Brain Orchestra. B-R-A-I-N-O-R-C-H-E-S-T-R-A, Brain Orchestra. I like to give these cats credit, man, because the boy's spitting some, some hard li- some hard bars over there, that uh, brain orchestra was nice. And then the second one is Marlon Kraft. He calls himself Kraft. That's also off Chinatown Sound. So go check them out. And uh, yeah, it's something, uh, it's kind of the stuff I like to listen to because it's like real, real poetry, man, as opposed to eating this pre-digested pablum that they're feeding us these pissed on breadcrumbs where 
you know, you're listening to like murder and assault and ops and or what materialistic things, whatever this syncopated crap they're putting off for us to consume, this pablum, which doesn't feed the soul at all. It's just some ego-driven slop. I don't want to sound like a boomer, but you know, of course, there's some good music that's coming out right now. But I like to, honestly, like lately, I've been listening to um, even some old R&B, like I opened up with the Staple Singers, I'll Take You There. And that that is tight, man. The bass on that and just the rhythm on that. That's from the mid-60s, that song. Vocals on everything on that. Pops. So, you know, it's it, it, music is important because it enables you to kind of syncopate in your brain rhythm, rhythmically through the principle of rhythm. You know, the, the integration process and how those things work when you're in deep thought. It uh, enables you to kind of go into a deeper phase of your brainwaves, theta, whatever they call. I know this. I don't know the exact names of them, but there's different brainwaves that you reach, and the right music definitely puts you in that state. The right positive music, and the right negative music will put you in that mind state too, but in a very dark way. You know, you can see that resulting in our urban centers right now in St. Louis and uh, you know Chicago, New York, and Miami. All of that, LA and everything, like all the violence and the murder that's going on. So, something that we need to be aware of as far as you know, the music that we're digesting, consuming, listening to, and the effect that it has on us and the way we process the information that we're picking up in life and how we're responding to that. So, important, man. very important that you, you have an awareness of why you do the things that you do and why you react the way you do. And to make sure you're not reacting out of emotion or anger or fear, for that matter. That you sit back in a very calculated way. Uh, that's why I love the movie The Godfather so much, because the way Marlon Brando and Al Pacino play their roles in that. And actually, everybody uh, in the movie. That's why I have some um, back episodes. If you search Google Alphamil Bruce Godfather, you'll see certain episodes. I know recently I did one, 48 Laws of Power, as expressed through The Godfather. But stoic nature of the men in that movie, how they're able to deal with what they have put in front of them, you know, and it's, they're not emotional, they're not flying off the handle, they're not operating out of fear, they're operating out of some high level, you know, third eye observations of life and, and how to conduct themselves and how to respond and how to process everything. So, yeah, man. Something that, uh, something that you're going to become, so. you carry in your pocket, like so many nickels and dimes. What is the interest for my family? 30%. In the first year, your end should be three, four million dollars. And then it would go up. Well, what is the interest for the Italian family? Confidence. I'll take care of it. 
out of my share. So I received 30% for finance, political influence, and legal protection. That's what's known. That's right. Why do you come to me? Why do I deserve this generosity? If you consider a million dollars in cash, just finance. I said that I would see because I heard that you were a serious man to be treated with respect. But uh, I must say no to you. And I'll give you my reason. It's true, I have a lot of friends, but they wouldn't be friendly very long if they knew my business was drugs instead of gambling. You stay with a harmless vice, drugs and dirty business. It doesn't make any difference to me what a man does for living, you understand. But your business is uh, a little dangerous. Get worried about security. Telling me that the Italians guarantee our investment. I have a sentimental witness in my children, and I spoil them as you can see. They talk when they should listen. Anyway, Senor Salonsum, I know it's final, and I wish to congratulate you on your business. I know you do very well, and good luck with you. Best is your interest. Don't conflict with mine. What's the matter with you? I think your brain is going soft. From all that comedy you're playing with that young girl. Never tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking again. Go on. Doc, what? What is this thing? It's from Johnny, starring in that new uh, film. Huh. Take it away. Take it away. And um, tell Luca Cabrazzi to come in. Flashbacks in 83. That's when the war on drugs was the main topic. Then you skip to 85. That's when crack cocaine became profit. I'm a product of Reaganomics. You wasn't even born back then. I hate the logic, but you can't be called drugs if you wasn't made in the process. I need to, I need to talk to you, little nigga. He named himself drugs. That's wild disrespect for the how I was brought up, bro. I don't believe in your squad. I was raised in that trap house. A couple fiends lean on the wall. There was three keys by the hall. A couple G's by the door. Triple beams. I had to scale back. That's how I even the odds. I mean, I mean, you talking about that burner on the stove. You know, when the pot it dissolves, then you stir it until it's cool. Then your wrist lock in the jaw. Then the fiends take a hit. And they start locking their jaw. And then they be like, yeah, 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 yeah. When I talk, I mean, 
Nigga, that means that raw numb in the vein Got you holding your neck wrong The bitches be sucking on glass dicks For a hit, they be getting their neck on The fiends keep coming right back Cause when I'm cooking, I be getting my chef on But you, you don't have that same feel Yo, Rock, this drug has been stepped on I mean, that means it all makes sense But it ain't a profit for me That's why your lines don't hit Because the product is cheap I mean, now, you fucking with a product, nigga Just like that, by the way I'm in a mix with arm and hammers Is you cut like that? Wordplay Oh, you ain't figured that I was gonna come like that? I said it twice I read up just so he can see how it come right back Gonna tell me about drugs, my nigga. I done grind many nights. My mom's put me on to the grind. She had a fetty right. Her OG got rushed by the feds. She held the semi-tight and put two bricks in a brawl right by her titties. Right now, what did she do? She gave it back to the plug the next day. She ain't the silly type. She knew that if she earned this trust, she'd get it any price. A couple by 86, my mom's had the city hype. I'm talking about that butter, it used to stick to the jaw, you know, the jiffy type. If 10 crack commandments was law, you'd be the ditty type. Matter of fact, it's all a cycle, because nowadays we get charged to pedal. Oh, that's a city fight. Give me hype. Nigga, what is drugs going to tell me about drugs, my nigga? You got it wrong. What you know about a transaction where the pillowcases in powder form? My dad? My dad was a junkie. Track marks around and out his form. My last image of him before he died was with a belt wrapped around his arm. Oh, yeah. Snitch on all these Maryland, D.C. niggas? Yes. He made it hot out here. OG, gorilla pimping. He took a block out here. Now, I ain't gonna disrespect y'all. Cause a couple y'all niggas look like y'all might plot out here. And I'm on point. Cause even Cam got shot out here. Drugs like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Nigga, no one's flipping you and no one's whipping you. It's like they gassed you. It's the aroma off the jaw. They blew smoke right into you. I mean, didn't you do a PG? You met Norbs well, didn't you? He went up like, hey, Norbs, my name's Drugs. Norbs is like, whoa, this kid is cool. His flow's so cynical. With a name like Drugs, it's oh so original. I mean, he might be the goat, no shit in you. No, the nigga said Drugs. Oh so typical. Bro, that's pitiful. No one's digging you. But, I mean, honestly, but since you want to fall for the bait, you get hooked like that. And since you want to be drugs, you'll be put in a bag. I mean, I'm from Brooklyn all day. We don't see BS. But you and I, we can throw the hands, my nigga. Because with these, we wet. But if you swing, I'm a weave each step and get them drug over the counter like CVS. Cause in the streets we proven And I met his baby moms My nigga she's a retired dyke My nigga she be hooping <laughs> He talk about yo rock I get bad bitches uh -huh. My nigga who he fooling uh -huh. If a bitch swallow drugs It only means she's mewling uh -huh. oh. 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 Now niggas always talking crazy 
talking crazy like, yo, son, I got it, yo. My product's unique. You know, I got it for cheap. But your main man's uncle's OG best friend who just got a plug up north probably got it from me. I be macking with the plug, my nigga. Cigar tasting sour. Five-star meals. I'm talking large steaks and flounder. I done been through it all, nigga. OT. And a car chase for hours. All base and flour. Large weight and powder. And he get his lifestyle from what? Scarface and power. Bro, stop with the fabrication or I gets the dumping. Hey, yo, I got it on deck. Copy, click. Now that's the best discussion. Cause real hustlers, we don't talk much on the phone. So at best he fronting. And that's why your career, well, it's down the drain. Drugs like when the feds be rushing. Now, I told you I've been fired. Six priors, nigga. I've been liars. And honestly, if drugs can OD off court without limb bias, so move. Bias. I quit liars. I got a new slogan, bitch, so fuck you fakes, corny. Y'all keep doing what y'all do. Just stay the fuck away from me. It's Brooklyn. All day I keeps it trail for that. I lick a shot for pH because the real is bad. That is Brooklyn battle rapper Cortez Bodega versus Drugs. I believe he's out of Maryland. That's an old battle rap from like 2016 or something. It's old, but it's a goodie. And here's a little clip from an interview Joseph Campbell uh, did with Bill Moyers on the on his books, Joseph Campbell's books, The Masks of God, and uh, a number of books that he's done, Hero's Journey. And uh, this is the series, actually. I think it's a six-part series that I uploaded to my YouTube channel, and YouTube took my channel down. I believe this interview is about uh, close to 40 years old. 35 years old and uh, you know I got taken down for these interviews but you can find them on archive.org it's a great that's another great website archive.org you can go on there and find some really hard to find some really good content on there but anyway this is Joseph Campbell speaking on ritual uh, of a boy becoming a man or a child becoming an adult and the metaphors involved and how the mechanics of how different cultures deal with that quote-unquote primitive cultures so just because a, a culture is quote-unquote quote-unquote primitive doesn't mean that you cannot learn something from it that goes back to like you know Columbus discovered America when America was already here and from what I'm seeing in some of my research um, the Moors were here and uh, just so much. I mean, they find hieroglyphics in the Grand Canyon and those uh, elongated, extended skulls and such that, you know, they find it in Peru, but they also find it in Egypt, you know. And the ones they find in Egypt have red hair and, you know, it's craziness. So, yeah, I mean, a little clip from Joseph Campbell. Pay, pay very close attention to it because Campbell has a way of speaking... I don't want to say that he oversimplifies, but he he's using very basic principles, like the word masks and the boy and the challenge or whatever like that. But he's he's really has some real profound teachings in in his words that you could really learn from. I was again, I was reading Campbell. I got the book Masks of God that Bill Moyers interview came out. I was in high school, so it was before the eighties, like seventy eight. I got the book and I started reading it and it made such an impact on me because of the way Joseph Campbell, his perception and the way he sees life. 
and the way he's able to go through different cultures and you know study their whole processes of of uh, protocol of, of methodology of observing the world and integrating with the world so Joseph Campbell man I mean he was a, a I don't want to use the word disciple but he continued the path of the foundation uh, laid down by Carl Jung and I know recently I saw on YouTube or something like that where they had they were spitting some negative things that Jung was racist or whatever which is all bullshit you know I'm sure if you dig back in somebody's past or whatever you're gonna hear something that is might not be his high point in his life but I mean you know again I'm gonna go back to rule number one for me you know I can learn from my worst enemy a dude I could hate a dude and listen to him and 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 get a little nugget of truth from him that uh, is gonna benefit me even though I don't agree what what he says or his platform or where he's coming from but truth is truth okay like they say truth is like a lion it doesn't need anyone to defend it it can walk in the streets unprotected and flourish because it's the truth it doesn't need protection so it's the same thing when you pick up nuggets of truth wherever you may find them it's I don't suggest you canceling out somebody that's why I'll read the Upanishads or the Dharma part of the words of Buddha or the Tao Te Ching you know because there's so much truth expressed in those writings that you can learn from you know the Tao I pretty much integrate with all of it just because it's so profound and most of the even the Upanishads I mean I don't get into the multiple gods and everything like that you know I'm Christian so I don't get into that but the teaching is expressed through each culture through their own gods or as I spoke on an earlier podcast you know the friend Franz Boas the German anthropologist you know he had these two categories and one was um ethnocentric and culturally relative you know so you want to try to be culturally relative when you look at a culture in other words observe it through its own framework in other words you know the culture's own framework why they do the things they do because you have to look into their environment and everything like that so yeah man joseph campbell he's gonna he's gonna go on uh the child becoming an adult and the whole process that that entails so let's let's get into some of that the boy when he gets to be more than his mother can handle the men come in with their masks or whatever their costume is and they grab the kid and he thinks he's been taken by the gods taken out into the men's ground and he's beaten up and everything else but then there in new guinea there's a wonderful wonderful event where this poor kid has to stand up and fight a man with a mask that say he's fighting the god the man lets the kid win takes the mask off puts it on the kid now the mask is not there defeated and simply said oh this is just myth he said the mask represents the power that is shaping the society and has shaped you and now you are a representative of that power that's a big story and there are quite a number of examples uh, around the world down in um, Tierra del Fuego the Ona people down there had rituals of this kind where the kid had to get up and fight this god power that he'd always been afraid of and the man put up a good fight for the kid you know but then the boy won now you're a man you've got broken past the image as fact and understand the image as metaphor and you are to represent what the metaphor stands for
Well, the burial isn't as important as the kid thinking he's dead. Um, in, in, uh, again, these um, bull roarers, you know, the, the whoo, 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 this is the voice of the deity. Again, in New Guinea, there's a ritual where the kid, is, uh, his eyes are covered by the initiating man, and the bull roarer comes over and he tells him, now the demon, dragon, grandpa is coming to eat you. He's a goner. That's the Liebestod idea that Wagner handles, you see. You think you're dead, and bing, you've broken past it. You've got a new, expanded life. You're bigger. What has died has been the infantile ego. We, until we're pretty well along, 12, 13, 14, are utterly dependent on our parents and on our society. So a psychology of dependency is developed. A psychology of submission, asking for approval, uh, expecting reproof, and all this sort of thing. But how are we going to break out of that psychological bondage into self-responsible authority, courage for what our thoughts are on our life? Um, this is the problem of killing the infantile ego, which is one of dependency and coming into the mature ego of authority. I always say that if you're going to go through for your PhD, you're in the dependency position until you're 35 or 40 and may never get out of it. Um, you can judge by the number of footnotes a scholar applies as to whether he's got authority or is always uh, simply hoping that somebody will feel that he has the right authorities. The, uh, it's an important, a sensitive point in the academic world. Uh, it's impressed me, you know, you see on, on uh, TV, a uh, professor is asked a question and he comes <coughs> and he's trying to get the answer out straight and uh, uh, so forth. And then some um, <coughs> big league baseball player is asked a question, boy, what authority, he, he's not humming and hawing. He comes out, he knows, he was an authority from the time he was playing ball on the sandlots. He's not asking anybody for uh, approval, he's telling it. And uh, this is the breakthrough to maturity that is required in, uh, in the life of Adam. So to close out this episode, I'm going to play an album by an artist by the name of Pat Metheny. Pat Metheny, guitar player. Kind of plays a 12-string guitar and does a lot of real creative stuff. This album, I think, is from like the late 70s, maybe early 80s. Late 70s. Uh, Pat Metheny Group is the name of the album. It's their first group album, but the people that know them, it's called the White Album because the album is all white. Um, this, I can't explain to you the depths of thought that I've went into listening to this album. Uh, there's actually two uh, songs that are the same song, but slowed down on the second version. And it's, I'll be very honest, man. You can't just listen to it's six songs you can't just listen to it and leave it like that you gotta go even if you don't like it like you gotta go back listen to it again and again and again and at some point it's gonna hit most people you're gonna love it like when you first listen to it uh, but the depth in this music man and, and the paths that it opens up in the brain you know for you to think and to process man it's amazing so 
check this out. I'm going to put the, pretty much the whole album down. It's a, it's a podcast. It's non-commercial, uh, Creative Commons license. So I don't make money out of this. So I can do what I want on my podcast, right? So yeah, I'm going to play... Uh, you can find this on YouTube under Pat Metheny Group. And I think if you put in White Album, it pops up. It's there. It, it, for years, it was never there. I had the album. I couldn't find it. Didn't feel like paying for it, but it just popped up. There's actually another Pat Metheny album called Bright Size Life, which has Jaco Pastorius on it, which is from a few years earlier. And for those of you who don't know who Jaco Pastorius is, he's a phenomenal bass player with Weather Report on his own with Pat Metheny on, on that uh, Bright Size Life album he plays. So I think they're from Miami, Florida, him and Pat Metheny. Uh, they were actually on a really good album too by Joni Mitchell. It's called Shadows and Light. It's a two album live concert uh, by Joni Mitchell. J O N I M I T C H E L L E, I believe it is. Uh, and uh, Shadows and Light. It's it's Pat Metheny's on the Jocko. And that, that's another amazing album. But I hope you do enjoy this. Give it a good listen. Trust me when I tell you, man, if it doesn't hit you the first time or the first couple of times you listen to this, play it a few more times, and it it's, it's life-transforming, man. It's really good music, so hopefully you do enjoy this. I want to praise Jesus' name, and uh, thank you for listening.
Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com.
gmail.com. My Instagram is Alpha Male Buddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast, so it's motivational and inspirational. I also have promotional t-shirts. If you go to my website, alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com, you can see the promotional t-shirts there. Reach out to me. Also, if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast, just reach out and see if I can get that done. I've been getting some really great emails and feedback from my listeners, which is great. So I want to thank you for listening and namaste.